Welcome, Bearcat family, and to whoever may have stumbled across this on Spotify and SoundCloud. You are now tuning in to a little podcast I like to call Global Bearcats. I'm your host, Zane Phillips, and I am here with... Hi, everyone. My name is uh, Nikita Ruslanov. Nice to have you here, Nikita. Uh, I am somewhat of an expert in international students because I was an international student myself with the Rotary Youth Exchange program and spent 11 months in Brazil in 2020. But that is not why we are here today to talk about me. We are here to find out what makes the international students here at McKendree University tick. So, Nikita... Uh, can you just go ahead and give us a little introduction about yourself, you know, name, major, um, in this case, where you're from to give some background and maybe a fun fact or a cool hobby? Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, my name is uh, Nikita Ruslanov. I'm a freshman here at McKendree University, also international student. My degree here in uh, business administration, it's kind of undecided for now. And uh, I do play hockey, play, been playing hockey for a while, almost for 17 years. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I'm also an athlete here in McKendree playing hockey. Yeah. So, uh, Nikita, uh, the one question that everybody begs um, whenever they see an, an international student here in Lebanon, this small town in Illinois, is why McKendree? Why did you choose McKendree University? Mm, to be honest, uh, I decided to go to McKenzie University because it's a small school, and uh, it's I think it's better opportunity, especially for international students, to communicate with teacher, because they uh, always can find uh, some special way to find and communicate with you. So I think I was deciding between big school and a small school like McKenzie. So, and I think I did the right thing while I chose McKenzie University. Yeah, I think you did a. I think you made the right decision. McKendree is awesome. So, um, I guess my next question would be: um, You said you know some KGB secrets. Is that true? Uh, like I would say that. Uh, no, actually, I don't. Cause like I passed this time with like the tough nineties and back home in Russia, and uh, I mean like I can talk about something that like the rumors and stuff but not really Ooh, okay um so one thing that i was asked as an exchange student was the language barrier have you dealt with the language barrier here or did you study english a lot in russia before you came here uh i would say yeah i would study language like back home especially with the tutors because my mom was always obsessed about like you gotta know more than one language and mm -hmm. you gotta work on yourself. So I was studying all like pretty much the whole time I was in school, and then uh, I came to my first year in uh, in United States was 2018, and I was like, damn, like I'm going to United States. I don't know the language. And mm -hmm. I showed up there and realized like I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. So I have to learn English again. And uh, yeah, that was really first year was really hard times for me. Like I did know like a lot of words, but I have no idea how to use them. He probably the only reason people understand me because like if I did something like say something, something wrong, I could always explain myself with the words like they know and I don't know. So yeah, but I would say it was really hard times in the beginning, but now I'm getting better, getting used to speech and like, communicating with people 
Mm-hmm. Do you have any um, funny stories about encountering that language barrier? Oh, yeah. We, we did have a lot of funny stuff going on there. So my first uh, rookie season as a juniors. So like as far as you know, like uh, the hockey team, the hockey guys, they mostly like the oldest people on, uh, on campus as a students because mm-hmm. we've all been recruited by year like 21 mm-hmm. since 21 as soon as we done ju- our juniors and I do have a couple stories and uh, when I was in the uh, United States my first rookie year uh, me and my best friend Ildan he's from uh, Ufa came to play for hockey team anyway <laughs> and that was the moment uh, my guy was my friend was working uh, in uh, our defensive zone in the blue line mm-hmm. and uh, he was trying to like throw the puck away but he couldn't because the referee was standing there yeah and he just yelled at him move and the ref looked at our coach and like like what is this guy saying and uh, our coach is like then like don't worry about it it's like everything he knows in english and just <laughs> the whole bench so, so was he saying move in russian no he just like said move like he wanted to say something <laughs> else but like he only knows like word move <laughs> so did you ever have one of those things where you um where you couldn't describe what you wanted to talk about, so you just said it in Russian and nobody understood you? Uh, no, I actually did not. The main thing is, uh, if nobody understood me, I'm trying to like find some similar and easily words mm-hmm. so they could understand me. And um, I think the biggest problem of a uh, language barrier was, uh, first of all, I was thinking in Russian. And oh yeah, in, uh, like translating the words to the English, mm-hmm. and a lot of people just do not understand me. So I realized for myself, you like if you want to talk English, you gotta think on English, and mm-hmm. you'll just get it with time. Mm-hmm. One big thing about being an exchange student or an international student is having dreams in your host language. Have you ever dreamt in English? Yeah, yeah, I dreamt a lot. Like for now, yeah, I do think on English more than on my native language. So yeah, I do have a lot of dreams on English. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you are losing some of your Russian? Mm, yeah, there's there's some point of that, like the especially the grammarly stuff when you like mm-hmm. even when you like chatting with your mom or your parents, and you like, damn, how do you say this word? Like I knew it, I knew how to like how to say it, how to spell, but like there's only english words coming out in your mind and you like you have no idea how like what's what am i supposed to do right now so you're trying to find some similar words in russian so like it works both way mm-hmm. yeah uh, i i pretty much encountered that here uh, coming back and not understanding some words because we have a lot of slang mm-hmm. here in the midwest do you have any uh, russian slang we we actually do have like some slang words especially we do have uh, another like russian kid nikita in our team mm-hmm. and so i'm from moscow and he from uh Ekaterinburg. Mm-hmm. it's like some uh, like another city like big city in russia and uh our like uh, the overall russian language is like universal for everything mm-hmm. but you can use some like some words that you some like especially guys in the Moscow using and like the guys in Yekaterinburg now using mm-hmm. it is like some like cringe you know, yeah some cringe. some regional stuff yeah like basically you could just like walk down the street and say like damn that's cringe and mm-hmm. like other Russians like what are, what are you talking about mm-hmm. but yeah who knows the guys who knows they know 
Mm -hmm. So do you speak a lot of Russian with your Russian friend? Because a lot of the international students, I know that when they are in the presence of somebody from their country, mm -hmm. they speak in English as opposed to their own um, whatever language they were speaking. And that's fascinating to me. Uh, well, yeah, I had some like problems with that at the beginning. But uh, when you play in juniors and you mostly have like the whole international team, as an mm -hmm. example, last year I was playing in Fresno, California, and mm -hmm. we had like uh, seven Canadians guys, three mm -hmm. from Ontario and uh, four other French Canadians. Mm. And uh, I had only one guy from Kazakhstan. And we like basically like all the time we try to speak English really? with each other. And we had a rule in the lo locker room, everybody speak English. Really? Especially these French guys who like had no idea like what English is. Mm -hmm. They were still trying, but like, yeah, they, they, they've been fine a lot for that. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips or tricks to learn English or things that make it easier for you? I don't know. Is Russian a relatively hard language to learn? Uh, it is hard uh, language to learn, first of all, because we do have like more letters and uh, mm -hmm. we like, have uh, seven different pronunciation of uh, like uh, proverbs. Mm -hmm. Not the proverbs. Uh, how would I say that? Exactly, the language barrier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, There's like seven different types how to spell he, him, she. Oh, pronouns. Pronouns, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would say it's, uh, first of all, I would say you need to practice a lot. Like you don't need to worry about language. You just like hear how people speak. Mm -hmm. And slowly with time, you start understanding like what they're talking about. Like as soon as you like uh, personal vocabulary is... Uh, mm -hmm progressing i would use that word uh yeah you started standing more and like i would say i'm still working myself with the english speech and yeah yeah if i wanted to learn russian where would i have to start i think you should have started with alphabet learning so the alphabet all learning the alphabet and some like basic rules that uh, like the pronunciations how to make a sentence how like the one sentence depends on each other mm-hmm Basically, Russian is like really universal. If you know like the basics, you won't be have any like troubles. The biggest issue is like the endings. Mm -hmm. So basically, uh, like I was there, I'll walk there, and I did that. And just like and you could say I was there, but then like it's really hard to explain anyway. Mm, mm. They just like we have like a different endings. Mm -hmm. I would say that for now. So my next question to you: Can you sing us? Do you have a song? To remember the alphabet in Russian? Yeah. Can you sing us the Russian alphabet for the viewers? Of course. With my accent or no accent? Well, I want it to be original. Oh, yeah, original. A, B, V, G, D, E, O, G, Z, I, E, K, L, M, Kratka, O, P, R, S, T, I, Kalon, Mekhi, Znak, Ya, Tverdy, Znak, E, U, Ya. Did you... You, I, I'm sure you made some of those up. Mm, There's, you, no, you're, you're, like, you're kidding me, bro. It's like 32 letters. 32 letters? Yeah, we actually do have like two, two letters that like don't have a sound at all. They just making your a ending softer, or stronger. It's like, uh, <laughs> so it's a basically like we have a word like yes. Mm -hmm. It's I mean like is like it mm -hmm. basically it yes. 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 Yeah. I we have a word named yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, that means like you have something. Mm -hmm. So is, 
Do people come up and tell you that you have a nice accent? Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I still like meet a lot of people and like, oh, I do like your accent. Where are you okay. from? <laughs> so, um, is Ru- do people tell you that you sound angry when you speak Russian? Do you speak Russian a lot? Yeah, because like the I think it's uh, just a specificity of language. Mm-hmm. If you'll hear like Spanish or Italian or French, they're like these like they. They like sounds. They're like 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 sounds like they're like singing or I don't know like making a poem or something. Yeah. And the Russian just like feels like you mean all the time you're mad or something like that. Yeah. Can you say like the softest and nicest and like carefree sentence for me, like exp- um, like a cat running running through the meadow? I got you. Uh, Люблю тебя, наверное, что-нибудь такое. It's like, mm, I don't know, just like nothing came out came out of my mind right now. But yeah, I'll work on that. Люблю, люблю is a really nice word, though. What What does that mean? Love. What? How do you, How do I say that? Люблю. Люблю. Yeah. <laughs> my tongue My tongue is like rolling over itself. Exactly. Like the main point is, uh, we do have like uh, we using our tongue different. In the like pronunciation mm-hmm. of the letters, like we used to say, like uh, when you're saying like uh, an example, pa, mm-hmm. we're not saying p, but like pa, just like so, so, so somewhat French, would you say? Yeah, pretty much. It's just like I think it's a, just a mix of all the different languages and like yeah we do have like some like really strong and uh like hard pronunciation of the words definitely mm-hmm. it's like yod mm-hmm. that means like a, a special uh medicamentation we don't have like a, it's called yod mm-hmm. it's it's basically starts with a letter like with a flipped over u <laughs> with the, like apostrophe in there so yeah I, I'm just I'm just flabbergasted at the Russian language because I have a friend who wants to learn Russian and he, it's just difficult. Yeah, it is difficult. Man, I mean I'm I'm native on the Russian mm-hmm. and I had uh, we do have like a Russian uh, language class every every year like since the beginning of school mm-hmm. and I would say I got like a C minus in my class because like it's it's a, a lot of grammarly stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess, I guess to transition here, um, is there one thing that Russia does infinitely better than the United States and vice versa? Like, is there something that the U S does infinitely better than Russia? Uh, okay. I will say we'll start with the United States. United States definitely do have more infrastructure and opportunities to develop yourself. And mm. I think the biggest difference between Russia and United States is that Russia was always built by government. Mm. So, and United States don't, they're just like all investors. And uh, I do want to say we do have like a really strong, really talented scientists. Mm. They're really good, but like they're just like, they have no value back in the country. Yeah. So that's why everyone like wanted to leave country because like they're just like, they're t- treating them so badly. Really? Yeah. Is, I guess, I, I guess the governmental system is different. Yeah, it, it is way different. It's like the, I would say, 
can you imagine you've been studying like i don't know we sell an example you've been like getting first of all got into universities really hard and really good universities mm-hmm. and uh you have to work really hard in there i mean like since 8 a.m until like 6 p.m because you you do usually usually have like a five six classes five mm-hmm. to six classes one and a half hour each well okay yeah and uh you spending like a lot of time spending there and like you also do have a lot of homework mm-hmm. but then by the end you graduating as like higher educational special like specialist you'll not find any similar one like all around the world and then you just like because of your degree you go into work on like on a secret facility or some other stuff or like with a paycheck like 600 bucks hmm. and so does i guess is there a lot of like poverty i guess in russia that you've experienced yeah or seen yeah i would say so is that a direct cause of the government do you think yeah i do think it's uh well it definitely it's because of the government because uh i don't know like the the country is like i'm not that really politician but like i got my politician degree so mm-hmm. i think i can talk about it yeah of course uh you're you're an expert you have a degree in well it. yeah definitely and uh i would say first of all is uh i don't know country the russian citizens are the they've been like uh like a slaves the whole time i guess mm. the the whole day life is like since the beginning of all reverse the time to back to 18s and 90s they're like there was like still slaves you can buy a slave and he'll be working in your field and so he could buy a freedom from you but he will like get like bring you some like exact amount of money we'll say like three thousand dollars so he's still working on you you like he's getting paid in there mm-hmm. but the next day could they say no it's not three thousand it's six thousand he's like oh, God, i gotta work for you again and they just like you keep it continuously until 1828 when uh, all the <coughs> slave rules were uh, canceled and then yeah well they, they still like the situation right now in Russia is uh, it's uh, so badly everyone like they did uh, some research about teenagers in there and 78 uh, percent wanted to leave country right now because they feeling pressure by the government hmm so were you there were you in russia during coronavirus i was there in the first lockdown but then i moved to spain and spent like three months in there really what is that just because russia was not handling it well or Uh, the whole world wasn't really handling it well yeah at that point i would say so and uh i don't know my family just decided to be somewhere else but not in russia Mm because we'll say uh, they decided to one day uh, shut down all the restaurants and stuff, and you can visit them only if you're vaccinated. But the main thing is uh, nobody haven't vaccinated yet, so the, all the restaurants was completely em- empty, and the all owners was like just losing their money. And then when the government realized, oh, it's not working, we gotta do something else, it was like too late. It's like they're all the businesses shut, they start shutting down there. Wow. So you. W- would you say you personally faced a lot of hardship in Russia? Yeah, I would say so. It's uh, it's been really difficult times and like you really not like not dependent on it. Just like the all the politician stuff, all the that really affect uh, all the Russian citizens. I would say 
right now, especially the coronavirus, mm-hmm. all around the world, they're like, they're like getting better and stuff, but like, they're just like, for actual moment, they have like 32,000 cases a day. Wow. Hmm. Is that also why you kind of decided to come to the United States? Would you say, I don't want to say you're a refugee, but would you feel that you are in some sense getting away from Russia because of the turmoil that's there? Yeah, I would say so. Like, uh, I'm mostly like a professional hockey athlete. Mm-hmm. And uh, when uh, the head coach like reached out to me and offered me opportunity to play for college, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I would say so. Like, I'm mostly college still, like as a professional athlete, because like I'm just chasing hockey. Yeah, chasing hockey and girls, right? Um, yeah. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Only hockey. <laughs> so would you say that that is, do a lot of Russians play hockey? Yeah, we do have, like, especially in the Moscow, we do have around, like, 37 hockey schools. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a big sport, but they're, but not as big as a soccer. Mm, yeah. Because we, we really love soccer, like soccer and hockey. Mm-hmm. So, can you play hockey and still study at the same time in Russia, or do you have to choose one or the other? Mm, yeah, I was, I mean, I was playing juniors uh, in the States, and I was studying back home in university mm-hmm. at the same time, so yeah, I would say so. Hmm. I was doing like three things at the same time, study, playing hockey, and learn language. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's amazing. Do you have any, do you have any, um tips or tricks to kind of juggle i because i mean i'm sure that it wasn't easy uh stay focused on your goal work on yourself if you do want to go somewhere in the party chasing some girls just don't do it (laughs) spend the time working on yourself and uh, improve yourself and you'll see like Mm -hmm. when you'll get that point all these girls they'll just like get back to you Are you talking from experience, Nikita? Uh, yeah, of course, definitely. <laughs> you gotta beat the ladies off with a stick. Get away from me, right? Well, would you would you have to go like to like to choose to complete? Yeah, of course. Like all all this secondary stuff, parties, girls, some um, just like doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's more so you as a person or culturally? More or, as a or, person. More as a person, definitely. Because I, I was raised multicultural. Oh, okay. What? How so? It's like uh, I was traveling all around the world since the like young age as a kiddo, and like was like when you go into the country where like they don't don't even like speak English, you have to communicate with them somehow. See like mm-hmm. the see the countries inside, not the tourist, mm-hmm. not the like, oh, yeah. tourist uh, magazines and stuff. And you gotta go like somewhere deep in uh, like any country and like see how it works in there, how like people mm-hmm. reacting, how people live in there, how they enjoying their life. So where exactly have you been, if if you can remember? So far, I've been in uh, pretty much all European countries: uh, Latvia, Lithuania, Spain, Italy, Czech, Austria, German, Switzerland, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, I was in South America. Really? Not really that long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm, North America, Canada. Haven't been in Alaska yet, but I'm getting into it. Mm-hmm. London, UK. 
Mm. It's pretty Finland, Sweden, Norway. So basically, I have left all uh, of Europe. Yeah. Have you been to Portugal? Portugal, no. I'm I'm about no? to go there. Is there somewhere that you want to go? Yeah, Lisbon. Mm. Lisbon? Yeah. Mm. I've heard my my uh, my host mother just went to Lisbon. She she loves Portugal. Yeah. So is there any um, point in your travels that really sticks out to you? Like see the world. I think like. For now, when you like growing up as a student and you realize, yeah, I just want to build my life about like around traveling. I don't want to be like as a dependent worker in the office and just I don't want to see the world, enjoy the life. Yeah, I would love to travel more. You know, I've only I've done mission work in Costa Rica and I've only been in Brazil. That w- Those were the only two times I've been outside of the country. So how old are you? Nikita? I'm, I'm 21. You're 21. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I guess that brings me to my next question. What is the drinking age in Russia? Drinking age is 18, 18 years old. And I've heard that Russia is pretty heavy drinkers. Is that true? Uh, well, everybody used to say about that, but we'll say an example of German guys, <laughs> Sweden guys with their Oktoberfests and stuff. I would say like they are more drinkers drinkers than we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do have like on like as any other countries like uneducated people who just like keep drinking all day long, lay, laying down on the couch. But like you, you can see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there are people like that everywhere. So, I guess is there like a certain drink or something that you miss from Russia that you mm-hmm. can't get here in the United States? I'm not that much drinker, I would say, but... Um, or, li- or like food or anything, really. Food, I do really miss how my mom's cooking because I haven't seen my mom in a while. Mm-hmm. And every time you're traveling like abroad, you have, like, you started missing food really much. Mm-hmm. Is there one specific dish that you miss? I do like my mom's soups. Soups. Yeah, she she's like she's so good at making soups, bro. Like what? Like what kind of soups? I don't know. Different. We do have like a. Probably missed a lot the Finnish one, with a red fish. That's called like cream cheese uh, soup with a red fish. It's mm. so good. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, do you normally eat soup there because it's cold? Or do you eat it mostly because that's, I guess that's something that your mom cooks? Uh, well, definitely, first of all, we're start as a, we do have like a food culture back home. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> your lunch, you always have to start with soup. Mm-hmm. It's called like first dish and a second dish. And the first dish, it's always soup. Really? Yeah. So it's like, so it's like an, uh, an entree? Exactly. So do they have that at every meal or just yeah basically every meal like you're supposed to have uh soup on lunch as a first meal on, on lunch yeah what do you have for breakfast uh you like especially myself i'm just drinking coffee how do you drink your coffee yeah i did drink my coffee today how do you drink your coffee uh the same similar way just like making the coffee couple sugars in it creamer mm-hmm. so um i guess that I kind of want to transfer into, since I'm the head academic producer, I kind of want to do something more academic, of Mm -hmm. course. So is there one um, 
class that is really difficult here for you? For the actual moment, I think it's the most difficult one was a uh, stats statistics one. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like you know, international students, especially freshmen, showed up in the class and uh, use like they're using the, I would say, like the higher, like another level of language in there. Mm -hmm. It's more like uh, official, more scientist language. Oh, the okay. math, math science language. So I was okay. like reading all the tasks I'm getting. I'm just like not understanding. Like they all said, sounds like similar <laughs> for me. So yeah, but I'm working on that. You're working on it. Is there one class that you really enjoy above all the others? Uh, no, it's probably the hardest class for me for for the actual moment. I do really like my communication class and the marketing too. Like it's uh i do enjoy them because like you can talk with the teacher about like with uh, all your knowledge with your, mm -hmm. all your experience and you can always get a feedback on it mm -hmm. it's like what's right what's not what's wrong mm -hmm. is that something that you can't have in russia can you not form those bonds with your professors uh yeah you actually can but it's like it's harder because like the classes are bigger and mm. the teacher more focusing on like on explaining hard like really hard stuff to you Mm -hmm. and spending time on just like communicating with mm -hmm. with each other is that something that you think um has benefited you yeah really definitely because uh in the united states i do appreciate uh everyone because you know you know, like not getting only like to get groceries and say like hi yeah i can't have this one it's like always hi how are you doing how's like today how are your kids how are your family mm -hmm. and uh the way just like communication keep going you always uh, in touch with people because mm. people back home they're just like you have to make them your friends until they uh, start open up to you mm -hmm. so they have to gain your trust and stuff and yeah it's kind of harder have you found yourself opening up to people relatively quickly? Uh, I was open like the whole of my life, despite uh, mm -hmm. the country where I was born. Yeah, I was like always easy, like talkative guy who like easy communicate with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So w with you traveling all around the world, is there one I um, nationality or identity that you like to associate yourself with more than Russia? Or mm -hmm. do you consider yourself... I do strictly really, russian i do appreciate really italian 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 yeah really the, the culture the food in there the vibes they having i would say like vibes between uh espanol and italian guys it's way different like the espanol guys they're like more being lazy with all the siestas and stuff mm -hmm. there's always siestas from like 12 to 4 p.m yeah it's like basically nothing working there like especially grocery stuff stores you have to go like somewhere really far to the big supermarkets because nobody's working exactly and uh, italian they just like i don't know they enjoying the life for me they just like chilling wake up in the morning make some coffee have some ice cream go to like <laughs> swim and then getting back get like really natural bowl of mozzarella getting back have like caprese salad mm. and after like in a late like for brunch, having wine and cheese and having atmosphere, talking with your friends. And yeah, I do appreciate this lifestyle. So is that something, do you find yourself um, pulling from all those different cultures to find and to make up who you are? Or do you pull, I guess, where do you pull from when you think of who am I as a person? Do you think of all your travels or do you think of just... Russia 
or mm. just the United States? I do think like everything at the same time. Just I think uh, you don't need to be more focused in that. I just like you have to be. The main goal is being open to everyone, communicate with everyone, mm-hmm. and be kind to everyone. Yeah, it doesn't matter what nationality you are. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you think? the United States does well? Like, do you think that we are opening and welcoming to international students? Yeah, you, I'm so, I'm really in love with McKenzie because everybody not like nice, communicating with each other, talking, yeah, we like, especially all the teenagers in our age like have like some difficulties and stuff, but yeah, mm-hmm. we working on it and we being through this. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's, would you say that's a cultural difference as opposed to, like, if I were to go to Russia, would I be met with the same hospitality as you were met? Yes, yes, definitely. If you, if you like, meet the right people, yeah, you always be. What if I meet the wrong people? The wrong people, just probably the ones that don't know English, they will just not understand you, that's it. Hmm, okay. Um, so, if I were to go to Russia, where would one, where would I have to go to get the pure russian experience pure russian experience i do think is um you definitely should visit st petersburg mm-hmm. it's called uh north capital of europe okay it's so beautiful it's a city on a, on the water is a venice mm-hmm. venice and venice venice italian italian city on the water oh okay so oh so there's an italian city in russia no there's just like italian city called venice it's also based on a on the river basically oh so it's like yeah Winnie's okay um so since you are a um you have what exactly is your degree in here in McKendree no uh in Russia uh government administration and politics government administration and politics yeah so I'll be government worker if I decided to so I guess if you feel comfortable, how do you feel about Vladimir Putin? I think he's been uh, on the post as a president for way too long. And now he's just like afraid to leave the post. Really? Yeah. Why would he be afraid? I don't know, because just like a lot of people uh, who just like want to, I guess, bring him down because like he's making the wrong decisions. Is there a lot of like turmoil and stuff against Vladimir Putin yeah. in Russia? I would say like... Well, I'm not allowed to talk about politician stuff, and I would say we did have like um, like police officers, basically like like just police officers, and he decided to fire all of them mm. and make like his special forces. It's pretty much the same as like police forces, but they do have like a, a lot more allowed to do. It's basically uh, official like po- police police officer was not allowed to search your car without your permission mm-hmm. but these guys now they like getting strictly orders from our president and they mm-hmm. allowed so so like you basically could just like chill home having your lunch or supper and these guys just like could show up and just open your trunk really because like they think you're like international like terrorists or something you like making uh hmm so i guess um how did you feel or how do you feel about donald trump then I do. I, I like Donald Trump. You like Donald Trump? He's a, he's a really good president, especially. Well, first of all, we'll begin. He built himself. He built an empire, mm-hmm. and he know how to like structure, how to business works. How he does really, he do really know how to govern like the whole system and like how to 
be in charge of the go- like government of the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, we say like the stats is like saying even better. Like he he closed a lot of conflicts in the Midwest, especially in like the every like the employee stuff. Mm-hmm. He bring like the American brand new level. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess would you say that's more so? personal to you that you like Donald Trump or do a lot of Russians like Donald Trump? Uh, I don't know. Like I can say for their opinion, but mm-hmm. I do think the same way. It's just like depends on them. You know, like them, as many people as many different opini- uh, like opinions. Oh, yeah. And have you ever ha- come into conflict with opinions here in the United States? Have you ever gotten into like a heated argument? Um, no, I'm trying to avoid that and just st- trying to stay away because, you know, like, as I said before, there's many people's many, uh, like, opinions mm-hmm. and you have to appreciate each other of them. Okay. So, um, when I first met Nikita, he was in my, I want to say music, fundamentals of music class. Mm-hmm. So, and you said, have you had, um... What's what's experience with musical instruments before? I said no. No. What did I say? I I want to say you said you played piano for like the longest time. I don't know. I have doubts about that. I have I have never been uh, really close with uh, music instruments. Was that for sure? I mean, like everything is brand new for me. I remember I was talking with. Uh, uh, my advisor Jennifer Miller and she was making my class schedule as a freshman mm-hmm. and she was like well you'll have you'll take the music class I'm like oh I don't know how to sing she's like oh don't worry you don't need to sing I'm like oh okay <laughs> oh well I just want to say you're a hoot to have in class for sure you're definitely a a funny a funny guy for sure um, so is there hmm um, do you have any hot topics? Do you know what that means? Yeah, like, um, well, say, how do you feel yourself uh, here in McAndrew? And what can you say? Like, the, you saw a lot of international students. What yeah. can you say about them? Um, they are, from my point of view, all the international students are kind of going towards um, one goal. And I think that's somewhat of a goal of Americanization Mm -hmm. really kind of, I don't want to say leaving their country behind, but maintaining that balance and integrating part of their life and their identity and who they are into the United States and being a U.S. citizen while still maintaining that, you know, allegiance. Yeah. With the, the, like your native country background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course it's hard, but, um, I think like it's, uh, a lot of people not really that think about like Americanization, but like you made that point like really clear, and uh, I could honestly agree with you, because you came to a foreign country, you getting like their language, you getting their culture, and uh, I think it's really cool because if you want to be in a society, you have to be as- accepted by the society, right? Mm-hmm. So have you ever? Um, do you find yourself doing some things to where you think? Man, Russian Nikita would have never done this. Yeah, do you think I used to I used to tell to myself like for a very long time since the first day I came here in the United States, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was like, damn, it's like sad, way different Nikita like than it was, and 
start really looking at yourself with a like way different angle, I would say now. Would you say that's more so just growing up? Especially also in the growing up, but uh, I think that's not the only point of like you. I did start being more open with people. I do start like uh, communicate with them and uh, I'm really enjoying like before that, like I was like basically persons like introvert. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, I don't need anyone. Like I can do like work on my stuff and like be like pursuing my goal. Mm-hmm. But here in the United States, I think it's uh, all these people, they open me as a person. Yeah. Is that something that Russia doesn't really, I guess, to for lack of a better word, do so well? Yeah, they they do like they not really do so well. We do have like some really like talented and interesting people who's like been really working themselves. So like they like I would say they not they outside this frame. Mm-hmm. And these people are really unique in Russia. And uh, when you find that kind of person scenario, you just like can talk about everything, can hang out and like do like whatever is like you wanted to do together and enjoying each other. It's uh, really so like you know like. I was I was I was looking for uh, for iron, but I found diamonds. Something yeah, like really, that. that's that's cool. Uh, so I guess have you found your diamonds here at McKendry? Yeah, I do have a, a lot of really good friends here in McKendry that I enjoy spending time with, and yeah, we like really get really close. Is there anybody you want to say hi to? Uh, I just want to say I think this person's know, and yeah, I just want to say hi to them. Do you want? Do you want to say anything to your parents? Uh, just wanna say to my mom. Hey, mom, don't be worried about me. I'm growing up. I'm a I'm a big boy. I can handle everything by myself. <laughs> I'd like to think that too, but I know deep down in my heart that I do rely on other people. Um, so have you ever? Because I know that this is one thing that I dealt with, uh, severely, which was homesickness. Did you? Um, ever come across waves of homesickness that you... I did expect that, like, probably, like... I, I would say, like, all the overgrownness, overgrowth it. Outgrown, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I had some homesickness stuff when, you know, I was just, like, calling my parents, saying, I want to go home, I don't want to be here anymore, just take me home, I miss my friends, I miss my family. Mm-hmm. But right now, you realize you're in a foreign country... You don't know the language, you're working yourself, you're building your life. Mm-hmm. So I guess, do you have any uh, tips or tricks to help uh, really anybody? Because um, there are a lot of people here that are from like Massachusetts, uh, California, really far from their homes. Do you have any advice on how to get over some of that homesickness that helped you personally? I do think as uh, you have to enjoy and be more in the moment with people. If you're enjoying your life here, McKendree, you're enjoying the people, you'll be, yeah, you could miss your family, but like if you're always keeping yourself busy and entertainment, mm-hmm. entertained, and you won't be feeling it that much. Yeah, it still will could be like going to you as a waves. But uh, mm-hmm. if you really start focusing on your main goals and why you decided to come here and study here, you'll pass through it. Mm-hmm. So I guess, do you have any advice to anybody who would want to be an international student at McKendry? I would say definitely choose McKendry because it's individual. Uh, is it like you? You could communicate with a teacher like the individually. 
and uh, they are building all like all the educational process like straight to you and I think like that's a uh, best difference between small schools and small schools and also I do think like when the people came here in the university getting like the pretty much best education in the world first class education mm -hmm. you already realized for yourself what's your main goal is and what do you like what do you like pretty much know know what you're gonna do in your life mm -hmm. so I guess what's your main goal I would say uh, for now for the actual moment I'm pursuing my hockey career mm -hmm. and uh, I'm also getting my first class education degree here in McKendree and I'm really enjoying it so far so we'll see by the end of when I'm getting my masters here mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes like which which way my life will turn in mm -hmm. do you think you'll go back to Russia uh, I don't think so. I don't want to go back to Russia. That's the point. If I, if I would like any time, I would want it to. I will go back to Russia. But like mm -hmm. right now, it's nothing holding me back. So yeah. Um, would you suggest anybody be an international student in Russia? Uh, yeah, we do have like some really good uh, universities. Mm -hmm. A couple of them that come in like one of like one of the best in the world, especially is uh, MGU. Is like Moscow government universities, mm -hmm. and you're getting like like so good education in there. Another one is a uh, Institute of International Relationships. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, I would say the third one is uh, Institute of uh, Architecture Institute. Architectural in Institute. Architecture Institute. Yeah. So, what is the main difference between schooling in Russia and schooling in the United States? Uh, I will we'll say an example like university stuff. Mm -hmm. You do have classes. You don't need to show up on there, like on the classes. But like you will have always exam, like midterm exams. Uh -huh. If you'll make it through, you'll make it through. If you did not make it through, you're getting kicked out. Really? So basically, yeah, they're like uh, the main goal of uh, education in school, like in the universities back home. Is everything rely on you like grown upness? Mm -hmm. Like it's like it's like how mature you are, how like mm -hmm. really how bad do you really need that degree? So would you say Russia is pretty ruthless in that, or would you say to me that seems really harsh? Because at what age exactly are the are these 18. people? Eighteen? I think that's really harsh to I guess for a kid really i mean 18 is an adult mm -hmm. right but if you really think about it when you were 18 were you really an adult or were you still um relying on your parents and still you know transitioning into full adulthood exactly i think that that is really harsh to kind of have that line in the sand to where if you don't meet this criteria you're out you know no if ands or buts yeah, I I can agree with you with that, but like there's I think some other points in that is like you like I mean I, I like matured to really like young age comparable to all the American kids, mm -hmm. and basically it just I think it's like helps you realize what you like want to do in like in your life. I mean like uh, especially when you have like no pressure on you, you still have time and like I'll think about it later. Mm -hmm. But uh, like when exact moment uh, like require like requires decision from you, mm -hmm. and you like damn I had to like make like like already like grown up adult decision. Do I want to go to university, mm -hmm. be there and study there, or I don't want to go to university? Yeah. 
Well, Nikita, we are uh, getting ready to wrap up, so I mm-hmm. just want to say I think you did make the right decision coming to McKendry, you know, and I think a lot of people uh, are going to have their lives bettered by both listening to this podcast and having you share your experiences and just seeing you out and, you know, interacting with you on campus. So is there anything that you want to add here before we dip off? Mm, I just want to wish the good luck to everyone and uh, continue following your goal, guys, and work on yourself. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Nikita. Thank you.